This is 702. This is 702. For the curious. It is half past nine. Welcome back. You're listening to Gershwell Brooksy on uh, 702 as well as on Cape Talk. And of course, one of the biggest concerns or one of the biggest issues that comes up with COVID-19 um, and its spread at the moment is obviously the concern uh, that a lot of people have. And it's not just, uh, you know, in the workplace and the possibility for spread uh, of this particular illness within the workplace, but the fact that people travel um, and largely through public transport uh, packed taxis, um, and that, yeah, I mean, for anyone that has ever traveled in a taxi, especially uh, on the eve of winter or during winter, people cough and sneeze, and you know, all kinds of stuff happens. Uh, we know that for a fact. And ultimately, the key question that we have to ask ourselves now is what steps are being taken uh, in an effort to try to protect people uh, from contracting uh, this virus? And uh, the spokesperson for Santaco, Tabiso Molelek, was on the line. This evening. Good evening, Tabiso, and thank you for joining us. Good evening, Gashwal and your listeners, and thanks for receiving Santaco. Great stuff, man. Okay, so, I mean, we've heard the Minister of Transport, we've heard all kinds of other officials coming out and saying that, listen, we need to, uh, you know, take certain measures. We need to protect people uh, who commute to work on a day to day basis. We know that uh, taxis by far provide. Uh, the biggest amount of or the largest number of people in this country uh, transport and and inevitably uh, Tabiso you know that your industry in particular has uh, been renowned for for you know transporting people in large numbers um, at times uh, overloading even to that point how then under those circumstances do we make sure uh, that we we actually keep people safe and that we are not putting them in harm's way uh, due to this uh, spread, this infectious disease that is so easily picked up by people? Uh, I think the first thing to to indicate is that uh, COVID-19 has had everybody in shock and to some point uh, in, in panic mode. And this has, even in the industry, had everybody rallying behind to ensure that we put you know all efforts in place to ensure that um, you know, we are able to um, prevent the spread of of the virus. Secondly, that the industry uh, moves around 16.5 million people on a daily basis. Now, uh, our biggest fear as Antago is if we would have a situation where you know um, the virus could uh, be carried through the industry into the townships and mm-hmm. what I can. And 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 for us to ensure that we prevent that, we have now, uh, through the president of Santaco, launched a, a a rollout plan where in each and every province you would firstly start by having a sort of what you would call your command center to um, that would monitor implementation of programs in taxi ranks and and also you know give updates from time to time mm. but also we have as a start uh, identified uh, major ranks there are about uh, 750 uh, taxi ranks countrywide yeah. but we have started this one to uh, zoom into major taxi ranks countrywide where you know um at the entrance of these ranks and at the taxis uh, you know upon you know boarding in and, and getting off the taxis commuters yeah. would be sanitized but we have also realized uh, if i may indicate that um you know um there is uh, the concern commuters have raised around the movement of money in taxis 
Yeah. And uh, uh, this is a pretty con- uh, this is a concern for us, and and we're still battling on how to deal with it. Um, but importantly, what we have also, uh, uh, you know, uh, around Thursday, um, instructed uh, throughout the country that you know drivers should start, uh, you know, um, putting gloves, and you know uh, they must carry a, a box of uh, uh, masks uh, for commuters who you know cough and sneeze in taxis as a preventative measure. Uh, but this is temporary because. Our view is the, the the state of infrastructure of our ranks, um, uh, whether by design or not, uh, is not really habitable for commuters, and it even it, it exposes them to higher risk, you mm. know, uh, as a result of this uh, COVID-19. So, so what we have done, what the president of Santaco instructed us to do, was to investigate further if there are no other effective and lasting measures we could put in place uh, as, as part and parcel of our strategy in preventing uh, COVID-19. And I think in this week, uh, we are likely to announce some of those measures. Uh, we are just taking up uh, some loose ends with some possible partners in this regard. Okay, so, so let's just cover a couple of bases there. I mean, it's interesting that you've mentioned a couple of... Um uh, what we call them, uh, practicalities that we need to take into account in this instance. I mean, the one thing that stands out for me automatically, Tabiso, is the fact that, uh, you know, uh, the issue of the money passing, because uh, one could always say that you have someone collect the driver or conductor or a taxi marshal or whoever, you know, collect the money at the beginning of the trip. But we know that people, you know, that's, that's I guess, the effectiveness of taxis is that there's not a start point and an end point. You can get off and on, you know, along a particular route where you feel see fit and and, and makes sense because someone might work here but then 500 meters away another person works there and and, and gets onto the taxi so on and so forth that's the first issue but the second issue is also um, the issue of social distancing now we know that one of the key things that has been implemented or been requested to be implemented is the notion of social distancing trying to keep people um, at least a meter apart from each other at the very very minimum but part of the concern is is that in a taxi there is no way under the sun uh, that this industry would be able to say for example have vacant seats within the taxi so how do you manage that as an example we also know uh, that taxis are filled up Uh, the driver then embarks on his journey all in an effort because they have targets to reach and that type of thing whether monetary targets or number of trips or whatever the case is how then do you ensure that you can realistically keep people safe within your taxis? Well, uh, let me put it this way. Um, firstly, it, it is a bit unfair to, uh, and, and, and I'm saying this with the greatest uh, uh, acknowledgement of the gravity of the situation, mm. to, to say to the industry, um, you know, uh, implement immediately a social distance of about a meter which results into obviously fewer passengers in a taxi, without uh, looking into other elements that affect that. For example, this man must make a particular amount of money at the end of the month so that he's able to or she's able to, you know, meet uh, their monthly obligations, repay uh, repay in terms of the, the vehicle. Now, that's the first thing. The second thing is that, uh, uh, you know, the industry is already... Uh, under serious constraint, I mean, under serious strain as a result of not only that, but other issues that have been happening prior to the advent of coronavirus. But be that as it may, 
part of what we are doing, uh, and in fact the minister did uh, is in the process of finalising regulations which, where he's raised the same issue. But what we are doing is um, we, 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 we will engage with the banks as, as an effort to find how we can best handle each other through this uh, time of difficulty in terms of you know, operators meeting their monthly obligations and so on. Two, we, we are saying we, we want to find a more practical way of, of facing in that uh, uh, you know, call by the president uh, of, of social distance to ensure that while on one hand we try and, and mitigate the spread of, of, of coronavirus, we are also able to ensure that you know, once all this is said and done, you don't have people who are out of business as a result. So we, are, we try to minimize it as, as, pos- as, as much as possible. The other issue that you have raised was the issue of money. Now, um, uh, it could be premature for me to say this, but I would say it just to drive, to drive my, point, my point home. W- one of the things that we did uh, after the instruction to, you know, look other, at other options of, you know, uh, uh, strengthening our effort to, 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 to prevent coronavirus is talk to experts, uh, particularly in the medical field. And one of the issues that was... Was, was stated to us was mm. once once you you have sanitized your commuters whether whether right sanitizer in, a, in other words that contains the right amount of alcohol that can last you between an hour the, the effect of it can last you between an hour or two and also the fact that you know so so therefore uh, practically that means commuters can relax in terms of movement of money for the time they spend in a taxi. But also but the issue about the commuter who bought in, you know, uh, as a taxi is operational and so on outside the rank, there will be sanitizers in, 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 in each and every taxi. Tommy, so can I just interject there quickly? And, and this is my concern. And I, I mean, I understand how sanitizer works. And sanitizer ultimately works because the vast majority of people, when they cough or sneeze, cough or sneeze into their hands, right? And then obviously the sanitizer then eliminates whatever uh, virus or whatever droplets um, is contained, uh, whatever virus is contained in those particular droplets that might have, uh, you know, fallen onto your hand or whatever or been spread onto your hands. But uh, let's also be quite frank. Um, someone could get into a taxi, and I'm not saying that this is peculiar to taxis. This is peculiar to any environment, and that is why social distancing, I guess, is so important. Ultimately, I could get into a taxi, cough, just <laughs> into a taxi, right? And um, and not cover my mouth. And no matter how much sanitizer has been sprayed all over my hands and my body, uh, I still manage to spread it. And and I think that is the concern ultimately. And I'm, I'm not underplaying how difficult this would be for the taxi industry, how difficult this would be for commuters. Because tomorrow, if you decided to, uh, say, for example, net one, skip one with every single seat that's available for people, A, it will take longer for people to be able to get to work. And, of course, you as the taxi industry would financially suffer. But at the very minimum, what do we do then to meet each other midway? And it doesn't really quite help me to hear that uh, a plan will come out or that we will have further announcements sometime in the year. I mean, uh, sometime in this week. Look, the the immediate the immediate reaction, which is, uh, for lack of a better phrase, uh, standard practice in terms of prevention of, of coronavirus, this is what we've put in place already. 
But but what is important, which I may not have mentioned, is that in in some of the uh, major ranks there is also a, an equipment that uh, we will use to spray into the taxis. Now, what this equipment does, um, um, it it literally uh, it moves around and 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 in the taxi and, and can last between two and four days. So the, the point of coughing and so on, during that period of lasting in a taxi, it's able to assist manage the spread of, of coronavirus inside the taxi. But the reason I'm saying some of the major taxi ranks is precisely because this is a very expensive exercise. And this is why we are engaging with potential partners to assist us to roll, us, to roll out some of these effective devices that can be used to contain as highly as possible with the spread of coronavirus in, in, in our industry. Tommy, so of course, ultimately, the big issue here is also that your drivers are probably your biggest asset in this particular instance because they're the people that can actually enforce um, what happens within those taxis, uh, whether people are observing some form of hygiene, some form of uh, decorum when it comes to coughing and sneezing and, and, and you know, when someone is clearly not uh, feeling well, uh, what are some of the measures that are going to be taken without obviously clamping down on people uh, in a harsh manner? Because unfortunately, as you very well know, your industry does have a bit of a reputation for, for its harshness. So how then do we meet the needs and, and uphold the dignity of people when there's clearly a concern around public health? The the one observation that we have uh, come to 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 get is that everybody everybody is concerned, drivers included. But what we have done, we have put together what is known as the the industry's uh, coronavirus prevention protocol, which then determines or outlines, uh, you know, um, what do we expect of a rank, what do we expect of a driver, what do we expect of a queue marshal. And what we expect of a commuter and what drivers must tell commuters the same way the queue marshals would. And with this protocol then, it enables or empowers or even assists the driver to be able to communicate in a particular way because at the heart of this is a collective effort between the drivers, the commuters, and the queue marshals to ensure that at, um, you know, uh, uh, COVID-19 is minimized in, in taxi ranks. And, and we are confident as Antaco that uh, we will be able to, to, to mitigate as much as possible mm. the spread of, of coronavirus. As a final uh, point that I wanted to raise, obviously the other issue that immediately comes up is the fact that, uh, as I said, your your taxi drivers are probably the best people, you know, to, to, to manage this particular process. But, I mean, are they also playing an educative role? Have you also given them uh, some form of education to pass on to, to the commuters? For example, the sanitizers that are available, uh, are they part of the people who police and insist and explain to people why it is important that they sanitize when uh, getting into taxis? This is what we did when we launched on uh, um, the, the past week. But but we have realized that uh, you know pamphlets um, and, and 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 that kind of uh, uh, basic training or one sort of training is not really enough, uh, and this is why we we broadening the scope to 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 look at other measures through which we can be able to assist drivers uh, to be able to know how to handle this because unfortunately uh, they happen to be at the forefront 
uh, of a possible spread uh, of coronavirus. Yeah, no, very much so. I mean, um, one of the things that I noted walking into studio, and obviously this is a very, um, it's a building that only has so many people that uh, come into it. So we have one point of entry. Um, so it is possible to have a security guard downstairs busy measuring people's temperature. Um, it's also possible for that particular individual then to ha- sanitize everyone's hands as they come in. I mean, are these some of the measures that uh, some of the major taxi ranks are looking at? I mean, I'm thinking of Bree, I'm thinking of Noor taxi rank. Uh, maybe um, being able to look at uh, implementing similar measures. Ultimately, the reason why is because we understand that people are coming to, uh, you know, going into uh, work from townships. Ultimately, you don't want to be exposing people uh, to the possibility that there's one person with COVID-19 that spreads it into an entire community of millions. Of course, we, 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 we're looking at those measures, uh, and, and, and this is why I was saying that, um, you know, we would make uh, some announcements this week, uh, and maybe just um, uh, uh, as a way of demonstrating that already we, there, there, are, there will be some mobile form of taxis that will be moving around ranks mm. uh, with various facilities in them. Uh, you know, part of them would be to check, you know, to 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 educate and so on. and yeah. and some of the other uh, uh, role of this of these mobile facilities, uh, I think uh, they will be they will be disclosed. But but importantly is to respond to what you are saying to say yes, we we are looking at all forms of you know trying to uh, you know and nip uh, the 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 coronavirus right at the part of the entrances of the ranks. Okay. Look, thank you so much for your time. All the best to you, Taviso. Um, you definitely do not have an enviable job at this stage. Um, there's a lot, worry, uh, you know, a lot to worry about, a lot to be concerned with. All the best to you, mate. Thank you very much. Cheers, man. That was Taviso Molelekwa. He's the spokesperson for Santaco.